Still a lot of buzz as to Talbotville and Amazon and what this is, what it might be. Yesterday, Amazon had a different announcement, and it was that they were hiring more than 15,000 employees across Canada, and they were increasing wages as well. Someone who's been following the Amazon in Canada and certainly the Amazon in potentially Talbotville is Bruce Winder. And Bruce is the author of Retail, Before, During, and After COVID-19, which you can actually find on Amazon. And Bruce joins us now. Bruce, how are things? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Let's uh, first off, before we talk about what Amazon is up to in hiring all kinds of employees and increasing wages, what do we know for sure? Because it can be hard to keep it straight about Amazon and and Talbotville, Ontario. Do we have anything more concrete than maybe the concrete that's being laid down in that space right now? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I mean, I sort of know about as much as you do on that, you know, in terms of what's happening. But, you know, I know that, you know, if you look at Amazon, I mean, they've been under a huge expansion across Canada for the last basically five years. And, uh, I mean, if you look at some of the stuff they've been doing in Hamilton and Cambridge and London and you know, they they seem to pick um, sort of these, these cities that are sort of, you know, uh, they might not be as big as Toronto or Montreal, but they're sort of other cities outside. And they're really uh, using some of that real estate just to build a ton of infrastructure. Um, so it's definitely a trend you're seeing. And it's not just in Ontario. It's across all of Canada. Bruce, there was a big headline yesterday. Anytime you put 15,000 employees into a headline it's going to stand out or increasing pay that that's going to stand out what do you make of what we saw and heard yesterday from amazon canada yeah i think you make a great point i mean it's kind of a double headline right because you know even one of those headlines would make enough uh make everyone's eyes uh open in terms of both creating fifteen thousand jobs and raising wages i think you know i think it's just the sign of the times that companies like amazon realize that, you know, they're in a bit of a, a, a war for talent and they need to pay a certain wage and need to offer some pretty decent jobs in order to get people. And I also think it's part of a larger holistic positioning that the company's trying to do because I've read a lot of their stuff online. And, you know, they're looking to be a good corporate citizen as it relates to treating employees well, giving them a safe job, treating the environment well. So I think this is just sort of um, a, a new time when you're seeing big companies, specifically Amazon, really sort of ring the bell, so to speak, and realize that they have to, you know, pay a certain wage and give people careers, not just jobs. And uh, that's something you might see other people follow suit on in the next little while. Bruce Winder joining us. Bruce is a retail analyst, author of Retail, Before, During, and After COVID-19. As we look at an announcement from Amazon, and wages would go to $21.65 per hour. There'd be a $100 bonus for new and current employees who show proof of vaccination. They're talking health benefits and RRSP matching and stock units, and then there are a number of family things. How much yep. of that really kind of draws the eyes of other companies where they're saying, okay, you know, we can put our wage forward, we can put the number of hours we can offer a potential employee, but eh, what else we got in there? This is a lot of what else it would seem. 
Yeah, there's a lot of goodies in there. You know, when you read it, like all the things you mentioned, plus they have daycare allowances. They have a career plant choice plan where you can take courses and certificates and get paid 95% back. You know, they have a career day tomorrow. So they're really upping the ante. And I think that it's left a lot of other employers kind of flat-footed. Because if you look at, you know, the wage trajectory for a lot of other companies over the last few years, it's kind of been downward. Companies focus on trying to take away a lot of stuff where Amazon's actually adding a bunch of stuff to really entry-level jobs, right? You know, imagine if you work for an app company, whether you're driving people around or delivering food, you know, it's kind of a, kind of a dead-end job, right? You get an hourly wage, you don't really get anything else or not much else, right? So, you know, they're going to draw away a lot of people who have maybe historically been transient, who say, you know what, I wouldn't mind starting a career here because I can actually move up, I can get you know, my benefits paid for my family, I can get daycare, I can get some stock units, which might, you know, pay back when I retire, you know. So it's, they've kind of changed the game, if you will. It's a bit of a game changer now, especially in retail. Retail is known as a low-pay industry, right? So they're kind of, they're kind of raising the water level, which is going to try to, which is probably going to raise all the boats here, and other folks are going to have to react. That's going to be interesting to watch, and we'll get your thoughts on that in just a moment as to what may happen or what other com- companies might be thinking. But, Bruce, you go back into the late 90s, and you go to the province of Alberta, and there were times you could go to a restaurant, and you might even have a reservation. You'd walk into that restaurant, and you'd say, table for two, please, and there'd be one person there, and it would be the owner. And the owner would say, I'm, I'm sorry, we're, uh, <laughs> we're unable to help you out because our entire staff got scooped up by the oil field. And staffs would be gone, entire staffs. You could try and go to a a donut shop and they'd be be gone. Is this this something that we could see here where people working in one company would say, you know, um, I think I'm going to try it over there. Is this the oil field strategy? I think it's, it's part of that. But I think unlike the oil strategy, I think this is permanent. Because, you know, um, you know, they, they realize that it's just getting harder to get people, right? I mean, you look at, you know, during the pandemic, the government stepped up. And frankly, a lot of people who work at low-paid jobs in grocery or in restaurants or hospitality, they kind of have enough, they had enough of being commoditized, right? You know, companies have sort of forced down a lot of things from them, taken away a lot of benefits over the years. And this is their way of saying, you know what, maybe we don't have to take it anymore. Maybe we're not going to work those jobs, especially when you have someone like an Amazon offering really a career, you know, a career that you can, you can make a career there. You know, how many jobs are left where you can actually join at entry level out of school and make a career? There's not many left these days. So yeah, I definitely think it's, it's, it's a new trend. I think Amazon's at the forefront. I think you're going to see some other people have to adjust. Bruce Wander joining us, retail analyst and author. Bruce is the author of Retail, Before, During, and After COVID-19. And, Bruce, just one last thing, and that is sure. how you think other companies will react to this. I mean, those who have to report to shareholders, even those who might be smaller companies thinking, hey, we had to go through Walmart coming into our town or our city and you know the way that that changed the retail landscape was immense, and now – here we go again. How do you think they're feeling? Well, I think companies, some of the big competitors like the Walmarts of the world, the Canadian Tires and those folks, they're going to have to increase their wages, right? Because people will leave those places and go to places where there's a career and frankly, where there's higher wages too, right? So you're going to see a wage gain, but they're also going to have to sweeten some of the other perquisites that 
Amazon to match Amazon, right? And I don't even know if they really can because see, Amazon has the benefit of not having stores, right? Where a lot of other retailers are saddled down with brick and mortar expenses. So they might not be able to afford to match Amazon in terms of what they're doing. So, I mean, Amazon has been preparing for this whole new normal of accelerated e-commerce for 25 years. They've got a 25-year head start. And uh, I just I just can't see people matching it. But there's a lot of pressure from boards, you know, to, you know, manage a triple bottom line, profits, people, and planet. And this shows how Amazon has taken that seriously. And other, other companies in the retail space can have to do the same. If they can do it, if they're willing to do it, can they compete? Or are we kind of heading down a road that's, all hail our Amazon overlord. Well, I don't think it's that. I mean, I think Amazon is going gonna, is gonna to continue to get larger. I think e-commerce overall is going to get larger. And as e-commerce grows, there's going to be a lot of new companies that start um, who will rise up and do something new. So you're probably just going to see a right-sizing of some of the legacy retailers. They'll probably close a few stores, bolster their own e-commerce operation. Um, you know, because Amazon really doesn't have a monopoly on e-commerce. They're the biggest profile one. But, you know, other people like Walmart and Canadian Tire, they've really jumped a lot into e-commerce as well. So you're just going to see more people sort of gravitating toward that channel of distribution, I think. Bruce, always appreciate the time. Thank you so much for your insight. Yeah, appreciate it. Take care. Have a great day. That's Bruce Winder, author of Retail Before, During, and After COVID-19, which is available on Amazon. And we're talking about Amazon coming in and saying, hey, we're going to hire 15,000 full and part-time employees. We're going to increase wages from $17 an hour to $21.65 an hour. We're going to throw in lots of bonuses. We've got kids and company special packages. We're going to have stocks. We're going to have RRSP matching. We're going to have health benefits starting on day one. No waiting period. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to. And if they create this kind of a landscape, what does it do to everybody else? Do you have people in a company saying, well, I work here, but I make $17 an hour. I don't have RRSP matching. I'm still waiting for my health benefits to kick in. I definitely don't have stocks, and nobody's doing anything for my family. See ya. And what happens then?